You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Oh no, sorry. It's the Cinnamon and Uno Champion Podcast. Oh, I was about to say it's like somebody is rocking. Get it right. Easy, easy, easy now, Gary. Let me make sure I update everybody on what's going on here. So we have a weekly Uno game uh, where we play Uno. It's it's a whole league-driven thing where you win the belt and there's a lot of rules associated with it. But Wednesday to Wednesday is normally when we play. And Gary so happened to, like, out of all these years, he's never won time. And so finally that light, that light shined on that dog's ass, and Gary won. Have no idea how can he we, did can, it. Can you, you're leaving out a huge part. How many times have I actually played? Oh, my God, I've Gary. only played four times, and I've Look, won once. Look. Look, Gary. It doesn't matter how many times you sleep with her. Whether it's one, whether it's four times, or whether it's forty, that does not change the fact that you uh, have been that's there. A pretty good batting average. That's pretty good batting average. <laughs> I bet. I bet you don't have a twenty-five percent win rate, D'Angelo. <laughs> oh, it's much higher than that. Much <laughs> higher. Than he has three wins much. over about forty games. Whatever that breaks what? down to. What? Yeah. Come yeah. on, bro. Come on. You got dude. three wins over forty games. No. That's like three. I don't know what that no. what that no, breaks no, down no. to. I totally disagree with everything Gary is saying. Um, I really, I really love to dispute this right now. That's Gary, 13%. But we ain't gonna get into that. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get into Maybe that. Unless. We're not gonna, we're not gonna get into that. But congratulations, man, on your Uno you. championship. How have you been living life, man? Um, I will been, I will say, I've been living great. I uh, told D. I gave them a PSA in the group chat of the Uno the day after I won. I said, I gave them a PSA, and I basically my PSA said, hey, I've really been very disappointed with the lack of content posted by the winners in the league. So I'm going to set a new gold standard for the champion, and I'm going to post a lot of videos. And they've it. got two videos per day so far since I've won. And they still got five, four to five more to go before they get the belt back. Well, none so, of them are good. None of them are good. They're actually uh, trash. Time, how are they? You've seen them. Uh, no, no. If D'Angelo's saying none of them are good, that's how you know they're, they're good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and the ones you just sent before we came on here were, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, we will eventually be posting some of these stuff. We'll go on regular social media so the rest of the world can see. Uh, it's just right now it goes in the Uno chat. We, I'm trying to get D to start an Uno Instagram and Facebook so we can every winter post all the videos there for everybody to see. The videos so are then, hilarious. So They're that hilarious. way you can get creativity and then the world can see our creativity of the league. Because I think the league it shines yeah. on everybody gets their opportunity to show what, how creative everybody can be. So, I I think we we hashtagged it, Gary, uh, and I'm not sure you can look it up. Nobody if you likes it all, hashtags. We hashtag section Uno, uh, something like that, uh, in the hashtag. Um, but would you rather just time? Would you rather go to a sanctioned hashtag, or would you rather just go to a a the sanctioned Uno Instagram and watch all the videos? Like, yeah, a specific page is a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Especially I, I when, especially when D'Angelo doesn't even remember the hashtag. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying over here, man. Let's get into like really great Stranger Things news. Gary, I I, I cannot make this up. I I want you to help me uh, time you two. So at the All Star game, uh, it was Steph Curry versus uh, Kaylin Clark. And uh, wasn't it Caitlin Clark? No. Am I, it, I no, mean, it was Sabrina. Was Sabrina. Sabrina, Sabrina. I didn't Yeah, Sab- Sabrina, right. And he, he ultimately beat her. But all the talk has been about what Kenny said 
when it was over. Like, obviously, Steph beat her, but he said that she should have shot from, or she should have used the WNBA ball and shot from the WNBA uh, three-point line, not from where Steph and the boys shoot from. I don't understand how, like, why that was a problem, but I found that's an interesting discussion to have after an all-star uh, weekend, and I'm going to tell you why. Normally, we're talking about, oh, uh, who won the dunk contest or who won the rising stars? Like, what was the new move? Like, none of that. So I'm basically saying that this All-Star weekend was probably the trashest it's ever been in a very long time. I could be, um, I mean, that's just my hot take. I could be overlooking this, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, gone are the days where we would talk about things that actually happened at the All-Star game and uh, not the things that didn't. Yeah, I think the... uh... All star game just needs to go bye bye. Stop they don't, it's Stop terrible. It they don't Stop play it defense. It's not entertaining. Uh, the dunk contest, a D League player won, which we knew was going to happen because he's the best dunker. The best dunkers in the NBA don't want to go out there and do it. So obviously, there's no mystique to the NBA dunk contest for the guys anymore. Uh, the three point competition, uh, they make such a big deal about. Uh, WNBA versus NBA. Steph Curry is the best three-point shooter to live, and you're not going to beat him. Sorry, he lost. He won by three. And do I have a problem with what Kenny said? No. Yeah, she still put a lot from 26. She probably wins if she shoots from the women's. But then that gives the argument of, well, she shot from the women's in a woman's ball, so it was easier for her. So I can understand why they made her shoot from that. I think it would have been funnier to make Steph shoot with the WNBA NBA ball and have her shoot with an NBA ball. And see how that goes. Now, obviously, it'd be easier for Steph, maybe because of smaller ball, easier to go in the hoop. But it's lighter. So it may change. I think think that would be a fun little aspect to have as well. Versus, And then they shoot from the same three-point line. I'm going to tell you something, Gary. Go ahead. I, I don't, I don't, this might be my hot take, man. And I'm talking about right now. Right now. Right now. I don't, the only woman that I think that could even come close to shooting with Steph would be Caitlin Clark. No. What? Well, maybe because Steph's 37 next year, so. No, I'm talking about as far as like if you was to put him in an all-star game right now and they had that shoot-off, I understand that Sabrina's a beast at shooting the ball, but Caitlin Clark is something different, Gary. Will she be the number one pick in the draft? <laughs> yes. Obviously, we yeah. know that answer. Yeah. She would have been a number one pick if she came out this year, but she's making so much money in, in college that there's no point in her going. I agree. Yeah, that's insane. But um what did I, what did y'all think about the the concept I saw in the post-game interview? Sabrina and Caitlin versus Steph and a partner of his choice. And you know, people are obviously speculating it would be Clay. The Splash Brothers versus the Splash Sisters. Bro. He'd be better off choosing Dame. What? Dame shot and scored a 26. He lost what, what, to Steph. Like, what do you what, expect? What, what, I, look, look, here. Look, here. I understand what you're saying right now. You're telling me that Dame, Dame, out of all the shooters that you could have named, Dame is the one that you're going to say, hey, that should be his partner over Clay. He literally would have been in the finals if Steph Curry wasn't playing. He has, he had 26. He set the record in the three-point competition Dame did. And, and then and then Curry beat it. <laughs> like with well, yeah, 29. I mean, like Well, yeah, but that was individual. So Dame actually won the three-point contest. Yeah, cuz I'm saying it's different. Though. That's what I'm saying like Dame set yeah. the record, but he wasn't going against Curry. Right, Curry wasn't in that three-point competition, correct? Or am I right. wrong? No, no. Yeah. He wasn't. So and then, so you make sense. You had the three-point champion who set the record for most three points in a event at twenty-six, and then Curry beat it with twenty-nine versus his one-on-one in his one-on-one matchup. Gary, Clay Thompson ain't doing that. Gary, 
Clay Thompson's coming off the bench now. I'm, you I'm trying that? to tell you something, man. I, I, I understand that. He said it sucks because he feel like he's – dude, Clay Thompson had one of the purest shots, bro. Four years ago, game. yes. Four years ago. Not right now. Hey, he dropped oh, 35 still, off the bench. It's, yes, one game. It's what are these still in there, Gary. It, you, you're not understanding what I'm saying, bro. I said shooting. Clay, without having to do all the other stuff that he has to do, still has that shooter in him. There's and you say, nobody. And you say Dame doesn't? Clay different, man. Clay uh, built for that shit. He come down, pull up, splash. They're Splash Brothers for a reason. Gary. If Dame was on that team, they would have been Splash Brothers with Dame <laughs> and Curry. It wouldn't have been Clay and Curry. Okay. All right, Gary. I'm going to let you have that one, man. Because next well, you're going to be saying they only won that last championship <laughs> because of pool. Well, I will say this. I mean, obviously, if you are teaming up with the guy who currently is the three-point champion, that can't hurt too bad. But uh, I think it would be cool if they did something where, you know, they have a three-point contest for the women and the men, and the winner each joined. Like, the winner joins Steph, and the winner of the women joins Sabrina. And they do, like, a... A battle that'd be cool, but again, like half half the court each, basically. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. So I I speaking of basketball, since we there, I want to park right here for a minute because we didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, last week, but I wanted to bring it up and I forgot. So, so Kevin Durant asked the question of when we talk about greats, why isn't his name? up there with the greats. When we talk about Kobe, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like why isn't why aren't we saying Kevin Durant? And I mean he has that skill set. He's <clears throat> he's won all the championships. I mean he got just as many as Steph. Uh no he does he has two. I'm about to say no he don't <laughs> yeah he has two. Yeah yeah he has two. Um he has uh finals MVPs I, what what else does he have to do to be up there with the greats? I think the problem with KD is you've never seen – now, granted, you've seen it from LeBron a few times, but not consistently. That killer in him like Kobe and, and Jordan had. Like, KD just doesn't just take over a game and just dominate, like, killer killer attitude-wise. He's he's a silent assassin. Like He's going to give you his points, but you're never going to know he's getting 38 points. It's going to be a quiet 38. When Jordan dropped 40, you knew Jordan was getting 40. You don't know KD's getting that 40. Um, <laughs> I don't even I don't know what that. you just said, That's Gary. so true. I don't know what you just no, said, No, I'm saying Gary. I think that's why he doesn't get brought up there because people – I'll tell him. you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's because he joined – uh, you can't say that because LeBron nine. did that as no, well. No, 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 no You no, cannot no. say that. No, no, listen. LeBron did not join an already he, established seventy-three and nine championship team. He did not. He joined. He joined. He joined a team they that was already a team. won a championship. They created what? a team. Shaq, Shaq wasn't still there, was he? What? They had just what? won one like three years of prior. <laughs> right. It's a completely different team by the time he got there. It is not the same as him joining a seventy-three and nine. Warriors. It's not the same, then, but it's very similar. It's not. No, it's not. It's not even close. What are you? Not even what, close. Are you, that. Okay. Go ahead and finish but listen, let me finish. Let me cook. Let me cook. So what I'm saying is he exactly like Steph Curry. Come on now. What I what I'm saying is he joined a 73 and nine established team that had been to back to back finals and just had set the record. And then what he did with that team has became the most dominant team ever, in my opinion. But when he left that team and before that team, he has never been able to be that guy on a championship team. And so because of that, he's going to get discounted in people's minds because what's he done since then? When's the last time he's been to the finals? And he, you know what I'm saying? He's been on good teams, but he's just never been able to do it again. So people discredit him. Because of the fact that he joined a 73 and 9 team with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond, you know, and, and an established organization that had just been in the finals. Yes, they cooked for those three, four years he was there. But then after that, he's not done anything. And so because of that, he gets discounted. Now, y'all go ahead and say what you guys say. Uh, just for reference, because I had to look it up. Um... 
LeBron joined uh, joined a number third ranked team on the uh, in the NBA on the southeast side on the south side oh, oh, when he so joined. They, they, so they, they weren't a bad playoff, team. Yeah, yeah they were like they were the team. third. They, they the were the third seed playoff. They went team to the playoffs when yeah, he joined so they went their to team. The so like so that, yes, it was not the great Warriors team, but we're not going to sit here and act like he joined a. 11th seed <laughs> and brought them back to prominence. This was a team that was already in the playoffs multiple seasons before that. Now, if you want to talk about 07, yeah, then they were 15 wins, but they were third in 08 and they were third in 09 with the 47 wins. And then they were 58 when LeBron came and Bosch came. So, yes, he was already on a good team that he joined. So, yes, I agree. It is a little different because the Warriors is considered one of the greatest teams of all time that year. But LeBron's done this twice, three times if you want to count the Lakers with AD. So, you if you want to downgrade KD, yes, LeBron has went somewhere else and won, but also he won with other talent around him. LeBron, uh, KD had James Harden, who did not want to be there who's not good. <laughs> I'm not a James Harden fan uh, who did not want to be there. So the Nets weren't going to win. And then uh, he's with the Suns, which they should have at all heart should win. But you run into that, that Maver- that, that uh, Nuggets team, Nuggets were beating everybody. It didn't matter. Uh, even though the Suns had a chance. Um, and then the Suns should be playing better than they should. They have a great team. They have Devin Booker. They have a, uh, uh, they have, um, KD, they had DeAndre Ayton. So, like, they had talent. They should have definitely had their chance last year. They still should be playing better than they are this year, but they're still not terrible. But So I can understand the argument a little bit, but the numbers KD puts up, I think a lot of it is just because people don't see that killer in KD like they did in Kobe and in Jordan when he took over games because KD – People aren't like, oh, yeah, KD took over that game. KD had 30 points. But nobody's like, oh, KD just dominated that game. You don't hear people saying that. You hear yeah. people saying that about LeBron. You hear you heard people saying that about Jordan and Kobe. But you don't hear that with KD. I think that's just because of the, the style of play he plays in. And I don't know. You, that it's, I'm seeing they were fifth in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> uh, so. that, that's the, still a playoff team, John. That's the, all we're saying. All we're but saying that's not even close. Team. Not even close to the 73 and 9 team. They won 47 games. Okay. And then they won won, won 11 games the next year. No, I agree. I'm not saying I didn't say it was. All we're saying is they were a playoff team, Tom. Yeah. I just said it wasn't like a scrub team. That's a whole 26 games less winning. But it wasn't a scrub team. And. He brought he joined two other superstars, so it's not like he joined a nobodies. And, oh no, and, no, I know. But as we've seen, no, I agree. The I, difference like I said, between I agree, superstars agree. joining together and uh, one superstar joining an established team. Agree. Because no, I don't disagree with you. The net, the New York Nets, Brooklyn Nets, whatever you want to call them, trash. Had had I'll, big three out there. I will say Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh were better than any other player on the Warriors other than KD and Steph Curry. I, well, I want to hear this. this you is, name, this name is somebody that was argument. better than Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh. This Bosch is a great argument. On that Warriors this. team. Well, I will tell you this. Um, Dwayne <laughs> Wade, by the time LeBron was done, was about like Clay Thompson is this year. But yeah, when he why was done, that was five switch, years later. Why did you just switch up just <laughs> That now? wasn't he what I asked. The and then Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is, is he, he? Chris Bosh was probably essentially like Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, but except Clay Thompson, could probably put more points up. He was one of the best three and D defending that. Don't 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 give me that look, the after you just tried to tell us about no, how. But uh, I'm saying, if you were starting, to, Chris Bosh was a bona fide superstar. So was Dwayne Wade. Well, before Bosh went to Miami, he was the face and a superstar for the Raptors. Clay Thompson, would he have been a face, a superstar on another team without Curry? No, I don't think he would have. Only person that, that's why I said, other than Curry and Durant, <sighs> Dwayne Wade that's and Chris Bosch were better than everybody else on that that's Warriors. That's still two against, that's still two against, but let's talk about, let's talk about the, the Cavaliers team that he played against. So, like, that's the real comparison. Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, who won the game for him? Oh, God. Here we go. 
Oh, so you said Kyrie Irving not good? I'm, Kevin I'm Love, who was the bonafide superstar face of the Timberwolves before he went and joined LeBron in, in okay, Cleveland? Okay, bonafide <laughs> superstar of a team that was trash without with like you're well, saying on. Kyrie Irving was trash? No, Kyrie was Kyrie's good. You gotta say the same thing. He wasn't. <laughs> so I'll give you, you like Kevin Garnett? Yeah, I think Kevin Garnett's good. Kevin Garnett and Kevin Love put very similar numbers at the Timberwolves when they were the superstars of the team. Kevin Garnett oh, yeah. was an amazing player on the Timberwolves, but you're trying to discredit Uh-oh. Kevin Love Uh-oh. having the same style of stats, but, but the rest of the team was trash. You're not winning this debate right now. I, once he KG, went to Boston. I agree, but KG was really good. Superstar status. And and you're just saying, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go look these stats up real quick. Go ahead. He was, a, he was an all-star every year. That one, that one hurt. He's, you're doing a really good I, and job. And KG is probably one of my favorite players in NBA history. So I'm a huge yeah. KG fan. Yeah, I was a Timberwolves fan because of that. Yeah, while he's looking at a, I, I, I have some, some theories for you. I, and you could just give me to me real quick. Who is headlining the first night of WrestleMania? Um, is it The Rock? Is it The Bloodline versus Cody Rhodes and and uh, Seth Rollins? Is it who who who's headlining night one and who's headlining night two? So I've I've seen some rumors, obviously, and one of them I did like, uh, even though it all got thrown for a loop. I don't like any of it, no matter what. Because it's all predictable. That's my problem. Um, and one of the rumors I saw was you have Seth Rollins taking on uh, and Cody taking on the Bloodline, The Rock, and Roman in the first night. And the rumor was Roman and Rock win. And Cody gets hurt. And then somehow it becomes a, since Rock and Roman won, it's a triple threat the next night and Cody's hurt. And so they don't think he's going to be able to do it. And it's rock with Roman. Cody comes out hurt and beats both to take the title. And then it becomes, <laughs> and then it becomes a argument of bloodline or whatever. And sets up Roman versus rock next year at Romania. That, that was one rumor I saw, which I thought that would make sense, but I don't like any of it because if, if it's a tag team, what's the purpose of it? Because if you're still gonna have, you're, well, you're gonna make it where if Cody and Seth win, then Cody gets a title shot. If Rock and Roman win, Rock gets the shot. Well, you know Cody's gonna win. Cody's gonna play uh, what night two, and he's gonna win, and it's over. It's just too predictable. Now, if they want to throw a swerve and make all these other things, then I'm fine with it. But if Cody walks out the champion and they do a tag team and they, that's the stipulation, it's too predictable. We know what's going to happen. But if they do that, then you set Seth to wrestle a second night because he's got to defend his title the second night. So yeah. you're, you're making now Seth have to wrestle two nights too. So I, I, I'm curious because what you didn't say in these theories that you're giving me, Nothing about Damian Priest and the fact that he holds the money in the bank. Correct. Time. I think he cashes in against Seth. I don't think he does against Cody or Roman. I think it's against Seth and whoever he ends up fighting. And I think what, he'll what, win the title. You think he's going to cash it in the WrestleMania before or after? I think he does. And he could do it night one. And he, But the problem is it depends if they announce a Seth match. Because if they do, then Seth fights night two wins or loses it doesn't matter whoever it is and then he cashes in then and judgment day helps him get the title and he wins i do think damian price leaves but with seth's title at wrestlemania i don't think he takes bloodline or um or cody's title now now if you want to see a swerve you have him beat cody after cody beats roman so the story's finished and Priest ends up the title. Then you want to really push Judgment Day and Priest? You make him the victory. Now he's the most hated man. You make he's the most hated man in WWE with Dominic Mysterio, and now you have a huge faction. And then you can set a feud of Bloodline versus Judgment Day if you wanted to. Uh, and then Cody's yeah. story's over technically. Then it don't matter. He had got his story, still lost it, but. 
<laughs> that that would be the swerve that you would really get to see from people. That would be that would get people talking, but they're not going to do that. They're going to play it safe. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. Okay. As long as The Rock walks out of WrestleMania as the champion, I don't care what happens. That's not going to happen, though. Nah, I, I can't say I do like <laughs> Hill Rock. Hill Rock is my favorite, though, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, corporate Rock. And, you know, now that he's he's kind of chairman of the board-esque, I think he can slip right into that corporate Rock. And the Cody Crybabies is hilarious. Uh, that was good. Uh, and, and I really think the way they can get the most heat is to build it up like Cody is going to finish the story and then him lose again <laughs> and let him lose clean. I think awful, that's the problem. Bro. They have not that had other awful. than the Royal Rumble, which he still wasn't clean. Well, it was still it was Roman hasn't won anything clean ever besides the Royal Rumble. He did win clean because he speared. Uh, AJ and got the pen. That was clean. Yeah. But it was th- two other guys in the match, too. But he has not won a singles match clean in who knows how long. Bro, I'm telling well, you, right you're now, the head of the table. That's all, you, you know. There's no way that Roman drops the title at WrestleMania, bro. There's no, there's, there's too much riding on it. I'm going to tell you, like the company has put too much behind Roman Reigns as of right now. If Roman Reigns loses the title, Gary, Everybody that ever was a Roman Reigns fan goes with it. He's the he only, only had person. like eight fans, anyways. That, but I'm saying though, no, those eight no, fans, no. those <laughs> uh, those eight fans move the needle right now. And as a as as being one of those eight fans, not me. I'm talking about one of those eight fans, not me. I'm not a yeah. Roman Reigns fan, so don't get it twisted. Uh, not being one of those fans, looking at them, it's like he's chasing history, Gary. History. He and he'll be the he'll be the only one to get close to it because you know why, Gary? Do you know why we've gotten Roman Reigns for so long? Because I, he doesn't wrestle. No, because of COVID. We got him because of COVID. When COVID hit, they didn't know what the hell to do. What nobody really. We were all stuck in the house watching TV, and whatever they gave us, we watched because they canceled everything. So we just we had to. They force fed us this, and this here we are right now. We're tired which, of eating what we've been eating since the pandemic, and we want regular food now. And which, that's why I don't think he'll never change. I will give them credit. I do think heel Roman was better than Shield Roman. Yeah, so much better. Yes. I like the bloodline story for Roman. Hundred times better than what they force fed us with the shield and just Roman on his own as a face. People don't like him as a face. You may not like him as a heel. You may hate him, but you respect the heel because the story is entertaining and he plays yeah. it well. So I'll give him credit there. He, I still don't like him as a wrestler because it's the same move sets. Now, granted, that's the same thing Hulk Hogan did. He had the same exact move sets, same exact stuff, same exact thing that uh, Roman does. Not a fan of that type of wrestling in general. So yeah. Um, that's why I was a big HBK fan because he did everything. I know you were an Undertaker guy. Undertaker did everything. Um, he had his staple of moves he was going to do, but he did so much other stuff too. Roman doesn't do that. Um, and that's why I'm not a fan of, it's like, I wasn't a huge fan of Hogan because it was always get beat up, point at him, boot, leg drop, match over, body slam. That's it. It's not, I'm not a fan. I still don't understand how we as a community and as a world accepted Hulk Hogan doing a leg drop <laughs> as a finisher, bro. As a finisher, Gary. Think about that, man. Well, I think, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's coming we a long way. We accepted that. We, ex- we used to do that as kids, like Hogan leg, like, bro, we, well, you know how basic you know, we were I growing think, up? You know, I think it's worse than that. It's kind of like the, the, the reverse. So we accepted Hogan's leg drop as a finisher but now we accept the sweet chin music as an everyday a normal kid he blows right. my mind well it's the same thing yeah. you can even bring in the spear if you want 75 people's finishers the spear yeah like it's not a, it's not entertaining when it's everybody's finisher you have braun breaker sorry moose you have moose uses the spear <laughs> yeah. you have roman reigns you have edge literally every organization has somebody that does a spear and there's multiple people that do the spears. Now there's women wrestlers that do the spear. Like it's just such a common finisher. Now it's so boring and played out. That bothers me. 
because it's now I will say Bobby Lashley. Now Bobby Lashley and Moose do the same type of thing. They spear with a flip. So they both do a different aspect of wow. this. Are you saying because they're black, it's the same year? I hate you so much. <laughs> wow. wow. On Black History Month, Gary? Black History Month, Gary? <laughs> uh, sir, I am one and a half percent West African. Bro, I don't, that doesn't Uh-oh. negate you from being able to say what you want to say. <laughs> hey, speaking of Moose, real quick, did, do you have you Googled your, your name lately? No, I haven't. When you Google D'Angelo Williams, it comes up American professional wrestler as like the tagline under your name. <laughs> oh no! You want to know something crazy? Time. Oh, uh, somebody uh, looked up D's Wikipedia the other day, and it said that he lost the Uno Championship to oh. Gary on Valentine's Day on his Wikipedia. I don't know Ooh. how the news traveled so fast because mine got updated and said I won. The Uno Championship on Valentine's <laughs> Day. So I was so confused how I didn't know. I guess our cameras and stuff on our phones are really listening and watching us all the time because I don't know how else anybody would have known that. Wow, I I'm not. Well, I saw I saw Elon Musk uh, tweeted you on Twitter. Didn't he asking if Bro, he can take yeah, the Uno Championship? I was trying worldwide. to find a way to become the Uno Champion of the Universe because I've already conquered Uno Champion of the World. <laughs> so I'm trying to step the game up for the league. I'm trying to get us to play against in Mars and stuff like that. I'm not just a generic I don't champion. Think I'm a fighting champion who me. wants to take it just out of the out me. of the world. So if I can get Elon's Musk, he's all about getting out of the United out of the world and seeing the other uh, planets. So if I can bring that championship out there and defend it, I will do it proudly. Look, I have not. I I have done a great job, guys, of not coming on here and bragging and talking about my championship reigns. But seeing as how Gary has opened that door, that I'm kicking that bitch in. I'm just letting y'all know that from here on out, you will know when your boy graced the championship again, because it's going to happen, and very soon. He does say it's going to happen Wednesday. The odds are they're not in his favor. Uh, they are always in my favor. Anytime I sit down at a table and it requires my skill, knowledge, and my vision, I'm very confident in me making it happen before I leave the table. Now, things kind of set back, got me set back last Wednesday, but you know, we all got to pay taxes. We all have setbacks. We all have bad days at work. That's all it was. Oh, also, time. I don't know if I told you this, but uh, D FaceTimed me today and um, oh, he was like, hey, Gary. Your neck is really big. And I'm like, well, it's got to be. i got to carry this heavy belt around on my neck all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, like it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. So Yeah. Uh, I, I, I also FaceTimed him to tell him this time. This is also you, a transition, you, guys. Yeah, this is also <laughs> a transition. Okay? You're going to love this. Uh, but before we transition time, did you, did you, did you want to come back and defend yourself when Gary whooped? Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, no, because they did have similar stats, but I'll tell you, here's the difference. I looked up the, their, their okay. record from their season stats-wise. Kevin Love's Timberwolves were ranked 12th in the West at 31-51, and 51, while KG's Timberwolves were first in the West at 58-24. and 24. So That's what I'm telling you. Big stats on, on a terrible on. team are, are empty. Yes, I agree, because he had no other talent. KG had Latrell Sprewell. He had a bunch of talent around him that Kevin Love did not have. Right. That was my whole point. I said that that, that he was putting up all these numbers on a team that was terrible. So, of course, he's going to put up all the numbers. No, but that's what I'm saying. He still put up all these numbers, but the whole argument was you had Wimby another putting superstar. Up big numbers. Wimby putting Again. up big numbers for a rookie, and his team has got 11 wins. Again, name <laughs> two players other than Kevin Durant or Steph Curry – that were on that Warriors that are better than Kyrie Irvin and Kevin Love were at that time. Nobody. Ooh, Again, no, same think, argument. Clay Thompson was better. He was than not Kevin. better than Kevin Love. You are not yes. winning this. According one, to numbers, he this. was not better. I, I don't know. I, you know what, Gary? I, yeah, I like when you fight numbers with numbers. <laughs> hey, I like hey, that. What? Time. What is it? What is the saying everybody says? I know people hate it. I know it's a. Uh, People consider it right leaning, but facts don't care about, care about your feelings. <laughs> yeah, facts don't care about your feelings. Say it with me, Tom. Numbers don't facts. lie. Yeah, numbers don't lie. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, uh, this is a really good story time because it's something you may have to deal with in the future. Yeah. Sit back, relax, and lock in. 
<laughs> so, um, Tom, you here with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I, I didn't know if you was seething from your defeat of Gary <laughs> whooping your ass with his words and his, his but but here's the story now. So today I, I go in my daughter's room and uh it's a mess, bro. It's a mess. So our thing is is before we leave and we go out of town or we travel somewhere, we always get the kids to clean their room. So when we come back, we don't have to worry about them cleaning their room. All we got to do is just unpack. Everybody can relax because usually when we come back from from vacation or wherever we're going, we're really cutting it close to bedtime and all that other stuff. So it kind of gives us that that free time, right? So I go in my daughter's room and like her room's a mess because we hadn't traveled in a while. So, uh, but every time she, every time we travel, I go in there. I'm talking about that thing spotless. You, I'm. She's her room's clean before everybody else's room, right? Well, I go in there today and I look around and I'm talking about it is bad. I'm it's gonna take her a few hours easy. So I come in there and I go, hey, Chuck, you gotta clean your room. And she goes, okay. And I go, um, it's gonna take you a long time. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, all right, I know you clean it fast, but it's gonna take you forever with this because this is a lot. I go out of the room, man, and I go in there and I jump on the couch and I'm watching TV. And she come in like 10 minutes later, 10, 15 minutes later. And uh, she's like, I'm done. And I go, there's no way. She's like, no, I'm done. Man, I walk in spotless, bro. Spotless. I'm talking about it's clean, like the covers are made up. Everything's off the floor. I go, man, this thing is nice. And I go, I, I, I don't understand. I was like, it, it should have taken you hours to get this room clean. And I walk over to the closet, bro. And when I open the doors to the closet, she breaks down. Crying in the back. You can hear. I open the door, man. This shit everywhere. I'm talking about it's stacked up levels. Every time we left, she just threw it in the closet. And I guess the only I'd never checked the closet. The only reason why I checked the closet this time, because I was like, there's no way she cleaned this up this fat. Bro, when I said she had level, that shit fell out of the closet. And before I turn around, I could hear her crying, and I turn around, and I go, we got to clean this up. Why are you crying? I no. Oh, no. I'm talking about immediately broke down, man. We've been cleaning it ever since. So just for reference, everybody that's listening, if you've ever seen a comedy show, cartoon, <laughs> where they open the closet and everything just falls on people, that's uh, what happened. That's literally what happened, man. It was that much stuff in the closet. So every time we would say, hey, we're going on vacation, she would just throw all that shit in the closet. i come in, same thing. Like, you know, that's about four or five trips. Dude, we was missing some shoes. Half of her socks was missing. And, you know, every so often we'd be like, man, you know, we know she's wearing those clothes, but, like, they're not making it to the washing machine. Like, she was like, I know. And things would come up missing. We found all of that in the closet, bro. Everything that we was looking for, it was a shoe we found in the toy bin that we've been looking for for, like, months. Uh, can't even wear the shoe anymore. So it was, we went through that process, bro, and it was funny because she was emotional the whole time and I, I felt bad when I opened the closet because I was like damn like I, I got a decision to make like I could be that parent to be like you know we just gonna act like we ain't see it we're gonna push this shit back in here and we'll let your mom open the closet door <laughs> and see you know if you got a better shot and then I'll just be and you know, with my daughter, she gonna drop the dime on me and be like, "Daddy knew," <laughs> just to soften the blow on her. <laughs> so at that, making that decision, man, to really just—it was rough, dude, because she was emotional, bro, emotional. But what would you do in that situation, time? I mean, I know you got kids, and they get emotional on you, man. Do you just and have you like, done that before? Yeah. Nah, I mean, <clears throat> mine are a little bit too young for that right now because anytime that they clean up I, I have to be right there uh 
playing the Barney cleanup song, cleaning up with them. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just, that's interesting. I mean, it's, I think we've all been there in our lives where when we were little kids, we, we finally got caught doing something. Uh, yeah. You know, I think, you know, just being, being there for them, like, hey, you know, obviously this ain't what we, we want to do, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, we, we can clean it up. I think D handled it good. Yeah, oh man, it was so funny though, bro. It took everything in me not to laugh because I was about to say, I, oh, did you not laugh? <laughs> bro, I walked over. I time I walked over to the doors and she was behind me, bro. So I guess when I walked over to the, and I I kind of had that pause and I go, well, what's in here? And as I say that, I'm going and I'm talking about as soon as the door is open, bro. I can hear in the back. <laughs> I, <I'm sorry. laughs> Did she get it all clean? Uh, she did. She's she's been going through it all day, man. But because it's President's Day tomorrow, uh, we're going to uh we'll probably finish it up tomorrow morning. It'll and give us something to do. Calm down from the emotions. She has, she has, bro. We watched a few episodes of the mass singer, man, that calmed her down and she was all good. Like I had to give her like a, a few hours off because she was getting real emotional. She got really emotional on me today, Gary. And I've never seen that part of her. No, so she's like, definitely never emotional. She's oh man. See, I call her the rain monster. So yeah, <laughs> she got the tough exterior. Yeah, I, I I have a question though that um that I, I wanted to figure out, and I'm I'm pretty oh, before sure before you, you guys... do, I got I want to make one comment. Yeah. Uh, for those that can't see, you want to know that's been really bothering me. Time. What's that? That the fact that there's two different color lights behind D'Angelo and he can't figure out how to get the lights the same color. Uh, it's been really wow. bother, other side. That bothers oh, me. I to thought no that end. was. I thought that was the same color. <laughs> I thought it was the same. That has been color. bothering me to no end since he's been out there. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, yeah. How how no how um how much. How much time are you giving me if I say I'm gonna be at your house soon? Like, what what's the time frame on soon? Was there a time frame given when around when I was gonna be there already? But did you say I'll be around around seven, and these and then gets around seven, hey, I'll be there soon? Was there already a pre-conceived time frame? Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. If I say I'm gonna come visit you, and I say I'm gonna get there soon, like what? What is soon? Do you live local, long distance, or what? Long distance, I, long distance. Okay, so like you visiting me, I'm yes. gonna come soon, month and a half. Okay. Anything outside of that? Month, somebody... month to two months at the most, because that should be just just like couple couples one to two. I would say soon's one to two. But month-wise, if it's long distance, if it's local, and say hey, I'm going to come soon, that's a week or two, at the max. If it's local, a week or two. Okay, what you say, Tom? Yeah, uh, I, I think it is the difference between local and uh, if you're far away. Like, I'd say if you live near them, it'd have to be within a couple of days, <laughs> and that's like the longest. Okay. You know, by far, but yeah, if it's you know like us all separate. I'd say it's probably like within a month. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I think you handled it good. And real quick, just because I got to come back now that I've had time to look at these stats. Golly, the Garrett just throws out words and doesn't even actually know what he's talking about. <laughs> tell me, tell me how many seasons Kevin Love scored over twenty points while he was in Cleveland? In Cleveland, I was talking yeah. about. Minnesota. No, I was. I didn't care about Cleveland. Cleveland. He didn't have to. He had other players. The answer is. Well, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying him versus Clay Thompson. Zero. Clay Thompson scored over 20 points. Averaged over 20 points a season every single season that Kevin Love was in Cleveland. So yes, Clay Thompson but was Kevin better. Kevin Durant wasn't that. The question was, Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah, while he was there. Kevin Durant you, was only there two years. You said Kevin Love was better than Clay Thompson. Yes, I do. I think he's better. Yes. During that time frame, he was a better player coming from the Timberwolves to there. Now, the end of Kevin Love, which is still playing, Kevin Love is I'm talking about when they a battled shell each other. of himself. When they battled each other. Yes, I think Kevin Love's better. 
Clay Thompson was better. That's all right. We'll get back to I, it. I, I, can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question, uh, Gary, that um, I'm trying to understand? Okay. From athlete to athlete. It's, I guess it's okay for me to say, like, um, um, Jared Goff is trash. It's okay for me to say um, any athlete that, that's not having a good season that they're trash, right? Okay. You, you, you agree with that, right? And, and the sport, if you play professional sport, like if me and you played professional football, I think we yes. have the right to say a player is trash because we understand how the game works and how what's supposed to be done. Now, if we call a basketball player trash, we didn't play basketball. Now it's just our opinion. Now, if we talk about football, our, it's more than our opinion because we have a professional background in the, in the sport. I think it's a heavier weighted than we would for basketball or baseball or something like that because we didn't play it professionally. I think we have more of a right to talk about the players in professional football than other sports, and that should carry more weight than it would for other sports. Hey, Gary, that was really good. I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to you, – I got to get my train of thought back because you just <laughs> – I don't even know where I was going with that. Well, because we, we have a more in-depth talking heads. Yeah, we have a more in-depth thought process, and we understand how the game works in football. Like, we know, okay, tight end is supposed to do this, running back is supposed to do this, offense is supposed to do this, defense is supposed to do this. If you didn't play professional football, you're only going by what you're told. You don't actually know how it works. So I would say we have we have a better understanding than those. Now, like right. I said, with basketball, we didn't play basketball. We don't have an understanding. We can give our opinion now, but it, it's not weighted as much. Okay, so with that being said, I can I can finish what I'm saying. So from athlete to athlete, it's okay for me to call another athlete trash. Yes. Here, here, here's what I'm saying here, Gary, and I want y'all to hear me out because this is this has been blowing my mind. So Cat Williams said what he said about all these other comedians. I don't understand why the world is losing their mind still because Eddie Griffin came out. And he said something about Cat Williams, and he said something about uh, uh, Club Shay Shay. He said something. He called him gay. And uh, have you seen these? This, this, I'm not. this thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been trying to figure out from comedian to comedian if we as athletes can call another athlete trash because we know the sport and and all that. Then how is it that he can't say? what he says about other comedians and we just accept the fact that he know things that we might not know. Uh, it's in the same realm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. You get what I'm saying? I think it's in the same realm. I think comedians can say anything they want about comedians. They have more of an understanding of the, that field of work. Actors can say whatever they want about actors. They understand that scope of work. Athletes and athletes. It's a different scope. They have a more understanding and I think they should have a better I guess, what's the right word to say? Um, not understanding, but I guess way of putting how that world works. And if you degrade somebody or put somebody down because of their work, you have an understanding of that work. So I think there no, should be nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people lose their mind because as long as it's in their, film or their profession that they usually are in, then who are you to say? Because if you're not in that profession, you have no idea. But if you were in that profession, then they have more say than you do because they understand more of it than you do. So like time said, talking heads, everybody that talks about football that actually never played football, they don't understand how it works. Yeah, they're just talking. Now they're just giving their opinion. They don't have yeah. actually true understanding. They may watch a lot of it and study it, but you don't truly understand it unless you've played it. Just like if you haven't gone up on a stage and done comedy – and you're just talking about you have not you have no idea what that kind of feeling is because I will tell you getting on the stage and doing a roast of D'Angelo was so nerve wracking for me because I am not a stand up comedy I am not a stand up comedian that's not something I I hate public speaking but I did it because it was a roast of D'Angelo and it was great ah uh, he bombed it. But anyway, <laughs> I did not. Bomb. No that. He, he, I'm always he, prepared. He 100% bombed it. 
I just it's been uh it's like Eddie Griffin is throwing his hat in the rink, uh, in terms of it, it sounds you know, like the, they're just trying to get clout now. Like everybody's trying to man. get their name attached to it, like so they can give their opinion. It's just the same thing with the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. Every comedian in the world came out and started bringing it because it got them clicks. It got their name yeah. brought up. So I feel like that's the same type of thing. Yeah, it's 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 mind blowing to me though, man. Just uh, the level of of like Cat saying everything. Like Cat Williams, Gary, before he went on this podcast, was not a household name like that. He had definitely peaked a while ago. Maybe some people say early 2000s. Some people said he still got it. Some people said he's lost it. Whatever you think of Cat Williams, I'm just saying after that interview, it put him and Club Shay Shay and everybody to where they needed to be. I'm waiting on Cat Williams to drop a special right now because I think it'll be hilarious. I would love to see that. I would love to see a Cat Williams special coming up, but... I don't know if anybody's going to give them that opportunity. What? Be- because of it. Like, I, I don't what? know if they will. I Man, I, I just don't understand. Like, like it's, it's, it's And he crazy. may not want to. He may not want to have a special. It's crazy <laughs> to me, Gary, hearing stories of, of people that were friends and, like, they end up, like, not being friends over a deal gone bad or, like, Somebody not want to do business with somebody because they was talking and maybe the words didn't translate the right way through the contract. Like, whatever the reasons is, it, it blows my mind that business decisions get brought up in friendly conversations, which is crazy. Like, when you should never separate the two. I mean, you should never uh, mix the two. No, business and friendships, they say there's a reason why uh-huh. you don't mix them. But if people can't separate business and friendship yes. then then yes i agree don't do it but like if you can separate it it's a whole different mindset and that and i think that's a thing that's tough for people to handle they don't understand blending those two together because it can change things if you allow it but i think like like back to like why i don't know if cat williams would do a special because you gotta think cat williams owns his whole catalog I don't think he's going to let Netflix put up a thing without him having the rights to it. And I don't think Netflix oh, is going to give that up because Cat Williams owns everything that he's put I out. I see what you're saying. He doesn't saying. give those other mean. the rights away. Like, they, like, it's not about money for him. He, he has money. He's not worried about that. So I think he what, likes what, having the But where's his money coming from, though, Gary? Where's his money coming well, from? I would hope to think that he's made a lot of money back in the day and he's still off investments. I would hope, but I have no idea. Because uh, I know he made the comment, they sell him what his net worth was, and he had that on him. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Yes. <laughs> he was like, they told him that was my net worth, and he was like, I had that on me. <laughs> That's the funny thing is you, nobody truly knows. Like, all the net worth is people just guessing what people have. They don't actually know True. what anybody has. Yeah, because I know your network ain't right at all. Your shit is way a lot lower. Higher. I know a lot yeah. lower than what people think. Shit, whatever. A lot lower. Nah, motherfucker. Uh-uh. I've seen I your know. house. I know. Uh-uh. <laughs> I know it's in shambles. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it, it is in shambles right now. Yeah. So, so Gary, I last question because my my daughters are huge fans, bro. They're huge fans. Thank you. you. I appreciate them rooting on the Uno champ. Now, do you think the new Stranger Things that's coming out next year is going to live up to the hype of the fact that we know that it's going to be a really long time? No. Very similar to Incredibles. Like, we didn't know that Incredibles 2 was going to be... We waited 12 years for that, Gary. Granted, that's the movie. We waited a long time for that, that, that sequel. Uh, hot take. Only good thing about Incredibles 2 was the baby raccoon fight. Ah, oh, bro, that's my that's the greatest scene of all. <laughs> that's time, the only bro. thing that was good about it. I didn't really enjoy Incredibles 2. Ah, uh, bro. The nostalgia have worn off for me. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, do I think Stranger? I don't think it'll live up to the hype that people are expecting because that's a lot of hype that it's got to live up to, and you got to do it in one season. You got to finish everything and. You got to do a time jump because the kids are 46 and have grandkids already. So I don't know how you're going to be. What? <laughs> but like some of the kids are literally 30 now. 
not the kids' kids, but like some of the like oh, like Steve and those type of characters. Oh, the are, like, actors. Yeah, in real life. So like they're gonna have to time jump to explain. You're not gonna be able to put eleven back looking like she's fourteen, fifteen. She's twenty two, twenty three years old now. That's not gonna work. She's she's an actual woman now, so it's gonna be hard to do that. So they got a time jump, and it's got to make sense because if you think it, it remit. Screw you if you don't know the end of Stranger Things because you haven't watched it. But at the end of the last season of Stranger Things, they made it like Vecna and all this stuff is coming right now. So if you time jump, <laughs> how are you going to explain that the world was cracking? How are you going to explain the time jump with nothing happening in that four to five year span? You're going to time jump. Like, I'm telling I don't know you right how you now. do that. I, I'm going to tell you what everybody's fixing it with, and it blows my mind that everybody's going to this, Gary, the multiverse. Oh. It's the multiverse. Everybody's going to this multiverse thing, dude. I'm going to tell you something. Spoiler alert, if you hadn't seen uh, uh, Invincible, the cartoon, the series, I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, don't tell me season two. Yes. I've only, yes. Seen the, I've only started the first episode. Don't tell me anything. Okay, I'm not. I, I'll, I'll, I'll stay there. Okay. I won't say anything. Multiverse but there's coming, only guys. There's only four, though. There's only yes. four. But is there coming more, or they just stopped at four? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we're in mid-season, but okay. I've been here for months now, Gary, so I'm okay. assuming I didn't look anything up on it because I didn't want to accidentally read something that I didn't want to see. I got you. Time, yeah. what's your thoughts on Stranger Things? I love Stranger Things. I think, like I said, it's going to be tough with the age of the kids <laughs> to keep it going because, you know, because uh, 11, 11 is a full-grown uh, female out here now. And, uh, you know, Drake called it. Drake called it that she was going to be a, an attractive one. <laughs> Y'all heard about that? Yeah. You heard about that? What? About how no. like, Drake was like essentially shooting his shot at her before she turned 18. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? Just, just well, rumors. I, I just don't know how they're going to do the time jump because the world was basically ending at the end of the last season. Everything was going to hell with the world cracking and everything, and you're going to do a time jump? Like, I don't know how you're going to explain nothing happened for four years. Are you going to time jump yeah. us one year? You, can, I'm sorry, I'm not can't suspend disbelief for a year. I, I, you could say, oh, they're going the upside down. You're suspending disbelief. I understand that, but if a kid looks like he's 26 and he's supposed to be 18 or 14, it ain't going to work for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gary, I, 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 I'm going to throw it out there, and you give me something back, okay? And then, and we can end this podcast after this. Give me a TV show that is just as big as Game of Thrones was when Game of Thrones was at its peak right now. That's not right now a TV show? That, that's a TV show that has the same mystique that Game of Thrones had when Game of Thrones was coming on weekly and we was all tuning in. Like, hey, it's Game of Thrones. Have that same feel that you're just like, man, this either could potentially be big or this is big. Um, you're not going to like my answer. <laughs> um, I actually never really watch it because I don't enjoy uh, like mob or mafia or like gang movies and stuff like that. I don't, I've never enjoyed them. But the first season of Power, people lost their mind. With ghosts and all that kind of stuff. Now it really? was only it was a niche community, like the grit. Now it wasn't everybody, but there was a lot yeah. of people, and everybody was Gary? talking about what was going to happen, who shot who, how this happened. I mean, everything was, <laughs> and nobody knew because they had hey, a Gary, Gary. What kind of niche community? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't enjoy. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of Scarface, Goodfellas, all those either. Like, I was never a fan of Sopranos. Like, it, that's just not my genre of shows. <laughs> what niche people, Gary? <laughs> people that enjoy their shows. <laughs> I, know I know what y'all trying to get me to say. 
<laughs> Uno champ, what these people, bro? <laughs> Uno champ all day, every day. Until Wednesday. <laughs> Oh my god. Just, <laughs> just, just what, what, what's this? <laughs> what what niche people again? I told you I like those type of shows. See, y'all want me to say black people. It wasn't just black people watching that show. Everybody, oh there was a lot of people that like those type of shows. Oh watching that show. The same people that watch Sopranos watch those shows too. I didn't watch them. I just saw everybody yeah. talking about them. Like they talked about Game of Thrones. Look, I'm going to tell you something, Gary. I, I don't know because I wasn't in that Game of Thrones world. I caught on to Game of Thrones late. But I don't think there's a show in the history of shows that has been as big as uh, The Walking Dead was when The Walking Dead was at its peak. When it was For at its four, peak. Four to five seasons, then it started going. Ah, bro. It started was going. Nothing, there was nothing bigger, bro. There was nothing yes. bigger. Every The world tuned in, Well, Gary. and again. The key to all that is you don't know who's going to die. Nah, you It's don't. a complete surprise, and that's yeah. what made Game of Thrones. That was made, yeah. that even what made power great. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, You don't something, know what's going to happen. When they ended the season on Glenn, no, nobody knowing if Glenn died or not. Spoiler alert, and I'm kidding. At, at the, if whether Glenn died or not at the end and everybody was going through their math and stuff like that, bro, they had the world by the balls. Because when we came back, everybody wanted to know, and they slow played the rollback to see when he, and that was damn near at the end of the, you like, how did they get through the whole episode and now give me this? Well, and but, I, can we, can we just talk about the crazy, now again, I didn't finish it, but the crazy character arc Negan went through after all that? Good Lord. Oh, yeah. How Negan flipped so much. Oh, those yeah. I didn't finish it, so I don't know exactly how it goes, but like. If you enjoy that stuff, if you haven't finished it, go to. I, yeah, I still I'm, need to finish I'm it telling myself, you something, but. man. When he was in power, bro, I love his charisma. Like I, I he's a bad guy. I, and 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 speaking of that, I want to. I before I forget this because I and, and I know we got to go, but I want to put this on the docket. I realized something. Have you seen Griselda? No, have not. Have you seen Griselda? Time he had to go. Uh, uh, get the bad no, okay. Oh, no, no. okay. Okay. So, yeah, so, 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 with that being said, we've all seen. Um, just name a mob. What, what would you say the biggest mob movie? Is Sopranos or Scarface? Okay, let's just say Scarface. You seen Scarface, right, Gary? I've seen it. Yes. Or you can say you The Godfather. No, no, no. We'll go with Scarface. You seen Scarface, right, Tom? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna tell you. So, so. Pablo Escobar said that the only person that he was ever afraid of is Griselda. I'm gonna tell you why this is this is very interesting. This is very interesting to me. And I was thinking about this while I was watching this. Even when I watch Scarface, I'm either pulling for Scarface or I'm pulling for the rival game. But either way, both of them are bad. I don't right. even know why I'm pulling for either one. And so I was thinking about while I'm watching this Griselda movie, I'm just like, oh, I hope this person don't die, or I hope this person right here don't die. But in the grand scheme of things, like, um, they're all bad people. Correct. So <laughs> that's how you know when the movie's good, when you're pulling for the lesser of the evil. Like, ah, this is, like, oh, he got a heart, but this person done killed 14 people. Like, when you watch John Wick, like, ah, man, he... He's killed 900 people, but y'all are like, ah, oh, you know, he got a soft side for animals. What? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It is funny. <laughs> yeah. I, it's like, it's like, I, it's like, it's kind of like Dexter. Like, people accept Dexter as a killer because of the code. He, he, yeah, his code was only killing bad people. Have you not seen Dexter? No, I haven't. You is would that a good love. Movie? I didn't check so it out. it's a show. There's eight seasons. So basically, Dexter is a serial killer. His code only allows him to kill other killers. Yeah. So and then he, a... he also works for the Miami PD. So he handles forensics for the police. So like he's a serial oh, yeah. killer. He ain't gonna it, never get caught. You have to watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Again, I'm really good. Again, please, when you watch it, 
don't think of me because me and him have some same tendencies because we don't yeah, have emotions. Say, so don't say, Gary, that is, that is a lot like you uh, that you mentioned that. Time, time. I was, I was, uh, you're going to like this. I was dozing off in the space. Have you ever, like, been dozing off and, like, thinking about, like, something wild and you just, like, think that light bulb go off? But it's really dumb, but it really makes sense. I'm gonna tell you what I mean. Is this, like one, of those, that, is this one of those hit hits blunt meme memes? You know what I'm saying? Like hits blunt. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably one of them hit blunt blunt memes, but it makes perfect sense. Just let me get through it. So I'm I'm sitting there, I'm watching TV, and I go, "Honey," and I'm talking to the wife. She goes, "Yeah." I go, "Do you realize that we're the only animal in the animal kingdom that have to cook their food before we eat it? Everybody else." Like, they just go in raw. They ain't got to cook nothing. And she goes, yeah, we've gotten soft. And I go, what? <laughs> I said, well, I, like I was that. like, I've never, like, even the nomads back in the days didn't just eat the food raw. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I wonder, I told her, I said, I wonder if we did a TV show where, like, we, like, all animals had to cook their food before they eat. And we was running through the woods, so you see a bear cooking some eggs and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> just got just got a human on a rotisserie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. we just figured out the next uh, adult co- uh, cartoon we can create. Uh, bro. <laughs> like, but just think about that though, Gary. Like, we're the only animal in the animal kingdom. Like, and I was trying to figure out. I was like, well, how does that work? Because we always point out like the the animals that only do this. Like, oh yeah, doves. They, they only have one mate their whole entire lifetime. And I'm like, you know, when people throw out like little, you now you got one, Gary. Like, hey, you know, we're the only animal in the animal kingdom that cook their food. Shark but why is that, people. though? Why is that, though? Why are we the only animal? Because we're the smartest. I think because we have the intelligence to be able to. <laughs> I mean. You know, we, we, we do eat uncooked food, like, sometimes, but, you know. People eat raw onions, raw tomatoes. You raw know fish. what, man? We want to thank God for joining us on the Cinnamon and Sugar <laughs> Podcast. We out! We out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.